0: hockey i don't know what it's not that i
1: don't like hockey i just don't
2: know what it is exactly hey welcome to marginally a podcast about writing work and friendship i'm olivia a consultant living in ukraine and london working on a novel and daydreaming about lots of other projects
3: And I'm Megan,
2: a librarian and freelance indexer, writing about complex
3: women's friendships for both young adult and adult audiences. This episode of Marginally is sponsored by the Writer's Process Planner. Juggle multiple projects, track pages of your draft or revision, and reach your goals with the Writer's Process Planner, a planner just for writers. This year's edition includes an introduction designed to shift your mindset and destroy blah writing days. Made by a writer who loves spreadsheets for writers who love to make progress, the Writer's Process Planner is your guide to a happier, more productive writing practice. Available in paperback, hardcover, and as a printable PDF. Find out more at alicia de los dot That's spelled A L I C I A D E L O S R E Y E S dot com. Today's episode was one of the most fun conversations to record. We say that every time, but seriously, y'all, we mean it. Today, we're talking to Tasha Harrison and Kate Newberg, podcasters and writing best friends of the Fantastic Lady Books podcast. Um, We've had Tasha on before, way back in episode 59, and we are so happy to have her back and excited to have her here with Kate. Kate. Uh, Kate describes their approach to podcasting as a concept album, where each season is self-contained and totally different, and Lady Books is definitely worth adding to your listening lineup. Since the album title for our current season would be Friendship, we are here talking friendship with Tasha and Kate. We go from their origin story to how to make writing and friendship work together, to digging into the craft of portraying friendship on the page. Tasha is the author of Romance and Erotica, including the forthcoming A Taste of Her Own Medicine, and she's a freelance editor and creative entrepreneur. She's also the creator of the writing challenge twenty K in five days, which sounds about as scary as it probably is. Uh, you can find her online at Tasha Lharrison.com. Uh, that's Harrison with two R's, and on Twitter and Instagram at Tasha L Harrison. Kate is the author of the Paranormal Harrow series and a photographer and freelance cover designer. She's also a grad student by day. You can find her online at katenewberg.com. That's Newberg with a U, -U K-A-T-E-N-E-W-B-U-R-G.com and on Twitter and Instagram at katenewberg. And finally, for more Kate and Tasha, check out Lady Books wherever you get your podcasts or at ladybookspod.com. And I hope you enjoy. This is exciting that you guys get to, like, hang out together in the same place. Um, so how long have you been friends, and what is your origin story? We love origin stories. We're going
4: we're gonna to have to talk about this. So we met back, it was after I came back from being abroad. Um, so... I guess for listeners, so I'm based in Atlanta. Um, this is Kate. I'm based in Atlanta, and Tasha's based here in Greenville, so I drove up two hours to hang out with her this weekend and talk actual podcast stuff, too, and writing and all that. Um, our origin story is I met her when I came back from being abroad, so that would have been summer of 2013. Did that sound about right? That sounds right, yeah. Um, and so literally one day I would found out that this woman is driving to it, to Marietta, so about two and a half, three hours each way to attend this writer's meeting we were a part of. And she was turning around and going right back. So from there, for I was one like, hour, you guys. yeah, for a one hour <laughs> meeting, she was driving almost five to six hours. And so I kind of looked at her and I was in this place where I was making new friends. I was trying to figure out what I was doing. And I just looked at her and I was like, hey, you want to go to Starbucks and write? And we didn't even really talk those first few times
0: it was weird it was the weirdest introduction to friendship ever
4: i mean well making friends as an adult is
0: weird right like especially if you don't have like a forced proximity thing like work or she's just like let's go write, and i was like okay
4: (laughs) we sat at a small table across from each other and was like on our on our keyboards and eventually it was like hey what are you writing
0: And then we do it and talk for 45 minutes and
4: get coffee and, yeah. And then eventually it became overnight trips. How did we even get there? I don't don't
0: know. (laughs) It was like we didn't know each other and then, okay, we're best friends.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, you're my people. Cool.
2: (laughs) But that is how adult friendships work, right? Like, uh, you're sort of around so many new people all the time. I guess you're constantly sort of scanning. It's like, can I kind of be around this person or not, you know? And then it's like you're filtering. And then if it works, like, you just can sometimes warp into this, like, very deep friendship pretty quickly, actually.
4: Yeah. And I think that was another thing that we had was uh, we had the same drive and the same love de- dedication to putting our butts in seats and writing that not everyone else did. Right. And so it's like we're here to write. What the hell are y'all doing? <laughs> like we're not here to fill out worksheets and talk about a book we're never writing. Um
0: what it really ended up being was like a like a gaggle. You know, everybody would just sit around and talk about talk about writing, but not actually write.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
4: that wasn't
0: that wasn't it didn't sit. It was well like, I didn't drive two hours for this bullshit.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we can see that like the friends that we kept from that group, we still have. And it's just, it's funny because they're, they're writing or they're doing things with their lives where, I don't know about the rest that kind of fell off, but that doesn't matter. Like,
0: (laughs) I don't check for them.
4: Yeah. (laughs) We know we're a lot. So yeah, we're a lot for, uh, for people too. And that's fine. Yeah.
0: I'm 40 years old. I'm not changing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. Is like you spend your life being told you're a lot, and like you reach a point mm-hmm. where you're just like, you know what? Maybe you're a lot, and maybe I'm fine. Oh, well, you're you're not just
0: not enough. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you're like that enough. is your problem,
3: <laughs> not mine. So I'm just gonna yeah. be a lot from now on. I'm gonna keep uh, being a lot. Yeah.
2: You guys say you're a lot, a lot on your a lot, a lot on your podcast, um, but I I'm always like, but you're. Like you're, I also feel like you're our people in a way. And so I'm sort of like, really, maybe I'm a lot like I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well,
0: over the last probably two years, because we have this energy, like, don't mention something to us if you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to go in hard. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's have a conference. Let's have a conference. Yeah. <laughs> she plans it It puts it on her credit card. Uh-huh. We got everything mapped out. And she's like, oh,
4: I didn't know we were doing this now. <laughs> Like, why would you say that if you didn't want to? Yeah. And the same thing with the podcast when we started our podcast, Lady Books. Like, I had been talking about starting a podcast for a while, and the people that we were getting involved were kind of, like, hemming and hawing, and I was, like, turned to Tasha one day, is like, we're fucking recording this Friday. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, wait, what? Because I knew we wouldn't get started unless we just started. Like, we'll figure it out. We can make it better. We like those kind of, not messy podcasts, but those authentic podcasts where yeah. it's, like,
0: it's a conversation.
4: Yeah, um, And we were having these great, co- and I'm sure y'all have this too, where you have these great conversations and you're like, why the fuck aren't we recording? Yeah. I'm also hoping that it's okay that I'm saying fuck on y'all's podcast. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, <it's> totally cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, why aren't we recording this? One, because we're <laughs> fucking funny and brilliant. And Dumb. like other people want to hang with us when we're like this. So let's, let's start packaging it. It sounds weird, but that's kind of.
1: I mean, isn't kind of that
0: what, I mean. I'm not a millennial, but isn't this why every podcast exists? It's like we had interesting conversations and we're recording them. So yeah. now you're going to listen.
2: Yeah. I'm a it's millennial. It's
0: fine. It's fine. You're an elder millennial. I
2: am. <laughs> <laughs> I think Megan and I are right on the border. And so sometimes I, like, take the parts I like from both sides. I'm just like, I like this thing. But, you know, some millennial things are good. So I'm for that. Yeah. I don't really put much stock in it. Yeah. We're no, it's best- all nonsense as well. Actually. It's all yeah. to sell stuff to us that we don't need. And so that people can denigrate us. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: you can't market to me.
4: Um, but yeah, like th- the fact that y'all listen to us and you're like, oh, but you're the people. I feel like we've had this conversation where it's like, you got to find people that can understand you and be at your level. So I'm not surprised to hear, like, you also have a writing podcast. Y'all are also doing this thing. Of course, y'all. <laughs> feel that same matched energy. Does that make sense?
3: No, totally. And like, back to what you were saying about feeling like you were a lot and then Tasha saying like, I don't give a fuck if I'm a lot anymore. Um, you <laughs> That's the only way you're gonna find your people though, is if you're like constantly yeah. hiding behind pretending to be somebody else, then the people who are actually like you aren't gonna come your way because they're gonna think you're something else.
0: 100% that. Because honestly, for a long time I spent a lot of time tamping myself down. And I was very unhappy. And I didn't like the friendships I had. You know I didn't like those friendships. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, ever since I started being myself and like fired those motherfuckers.
4: Finally. Yeah. It's been great. I mean, it. it took a minute. Well, you know, you have those emotional ties. But time also doesn't... Now we're getting deep. Sorry. Like, I
0: mean, well, <laughs> this is fact. It's like sometimes you have history with people and it's just history. Yeah. And it's like, that's okay. It, just, it doesn't have to be a future. And I hate it when people are like, well, we've been friends for so long. You're just going to throw our friendship? But like, but you ain't a good friend. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like,
4: and there's acquaintances, but then there's like people that you're like, why am I even hanging out with you? Yeah. 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 Tasha will make fun of me because I have this sentence. Or I'm like, I got enough friends. She got so many fucking
1: friends, y'all.
4: I don't need more friends.
0: And then, like, whenever we go out, if we have a good conversation with anybody, she's like, let's be friends on social media. I'm looking at her
3: like, stop.
0: (laughs) Our roster is full. Stop.
3: You sound like me. Like, what's, so what is your friendship dynamic then? Because, so, like, I'm the introvert and Olivia is definitely the extrovert. And so we, like, balance each other in that way. Um,
0: We're introverts that can turn on the extroversion.
3: Okay. And that's yeah. where but I am. We, oh, like, God. if we go somewhere
0: together, we can see across the room, I'd be like, oh, Katie's done. Yeah. And I'll look at her, and I'll be like, you ready to go? Yeah. Like,
4: I just kind of shut, my face shuts down. <laughs> oh, there's a like,
0: no. It's like watching an AI just turn <laughs> off. Uh-huh. Like, just yeah. boom. That's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks around, and she's just like, where the fuck am
4: <laughs> I? <laughs> it's like I, I came like- to, and I remembered who I was, like, and I'm like, hey, why am I here? Ready to go? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And most of the time, like I'm, I'm feeling like that way before she is. Like she'll stay longer than me sometimes, and I'll just be in the corner, like. Oh.
4: Yeah, but I feel like you're a lot. This sounds weird. Like you're a lot more popular at events, but it's because I don't. Know, it's that Leo energy you bring. I don't know. Like, I don't try to be. You know how often I go to stuff and just want
0: to be in the in the corner and don't nobody's It never happens. <laughs>
2: I often have fantasies about, like, locking myself in the bathroom with a book. I always have a book, so I'm like, maybe I can go read somewhere.
4: That candle app is a savior. Now, if it's just us, that's, like, that's our our energy at, like, a conference or a party or a networking event. Now, if it's just us, like, I'm hanging out at Tasha's house, we were like, we're not leaving the house today, and then we ended up spending, like, two hours getting sushi and then went grocery shopping, and now we're in her house in our Jamie Jams, and it's like, this is who we are.
0: We don't like everybody's like. Well, what do you you go to Katie's house every other like once a month? Like, what do you guys do?
4: Nothing. Yeah, we do nothing. We eat meat and cheese. and We watch, watch Golden,
2: Golden girls. girls, eat cheese, <laughs> and right.
4: Yeah,
2: that sounds. Stick like around
4: on the internet. Perfect.
2: Yeah, you're like literally on our level. Yeah. <laughs>
3: like,
2: cheese Golden or we're girls on your level. And, yeah. Like
4: cheese, Golden like, Girls. Yeah. I don't want to have well. plans. Nope.
3: <laughs> That's what I <we> do. <laughs> So, so you, yeah. how long have y'all been together then?
4: Oh, yeah, years? like summer 2013. So that would have been almost six years ago. You had a long time. Cool. Be- yeah. Cause you weren't a part of the group before I left. Oh. And then when I came back, I was like, who is this new person who is saying smart things? And I feel like she is on my level. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you had this fabulous hair situation, like, oh every God. time we my saw hair her- was so
0: long then. It was, like, <laughs> down in here.
4: It was, like, she, every time we saw her, she had a different hairstyle. And I was like, who is this bitch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, when I first met you, you had a new hairstyle every time I saw you. I was like, I did? And then I looked at the pictures, I was like, you're right. <laughs> oh,
3: that's
2: funny. <laughs> that is awesome.
4: But yeah, um, yeah, so almost six years, that's crazy
0: it feels like longer.
4: That's the thing. It's like once you find a good friend and you're like, "Oh, you've just been there the entire time." You mean you haven't? Yeah. Yeah. Like, wait, what?
3: So like, so our friendship started as, well, first we are we're enemies to friends in the trope. Um, if you want to talk romance book language, Tasha, um We're enemies to friends, and then we're actually, we were friends for a really long time, and then we really just started our writing friendship when we started the podcast. It kind of happened, like, at the same time, so only, like, three years. You guys have known each other since college, College, right? 20 years, long time. Oh, Yeah, so, but, um, so it's interesting to talk to people who were writing part, well, yeah, writing partners first and then friends. Um, but it kind of sounds like they just sort of, that sort of developed at the same time. What do you yeah. think that is?
0: Um, I think number one, it's really hard to find someone like as a writer friendship, because I find that like the energy is different. Like one person either doesn't really care about his writing as much as you do. It's a hobby or you know, like it's a hobby. You can't really talk about it intelligently. You know what I mean? Like the energy is just not the same. Or um, I don't know. Just like I have friends that don't even read books. I'm like, what the
3: fuck is? Like, why are we still friends? (laughs) Like, if we weren't talking about writing,
0: we would be talking about books. Yeah. So, like, the whole idea that she was like, you don't read. So, I mean, I think that's what it was. It's like we both at that time were writing our first books,
4: Mm -hmm.
0: and we wanted to get them done. We were focused on getting them done
4: And and doing them well.
0: Doing them well.
4: Not just trying to like crank out words to get some of the, some of those Kindle dollars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wish I had done that though.
4: Yeah, sometimes you're like, but can't I just like give over the words for the money? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: We have this discussion at least once a year.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like actually I, I should just write a bunch of crap. I should write some bunch of crap and throw it up on there. Nobody cares.
3: Yeah. You just get the page turns and then you get the money and Yeah.
4: Yeah. But I then we I, talked about I feel like we both Yeah, we both have a, a level of but we can't do that. That's not <sighs>
0: I couldn't even invent a pen name to do this shit, y'all.
3: <laughs> well, so that makes you guys, though, I mean, the indie publishing world, it, it's hard to find then people who are on that on that level with you, I would think. Yeah,
0: because some people are there just for the money. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. And some people are there for the art of it. And we're more about art and craft and getting be, becoming better writers every year.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And
0: yeah. a lot of people just, like, either they find their groove and write the same book over and over yeah for money
4: or they don't have a job
0: or they don't have yeah. a job
4: yeah
0: and they're writing it for they're just doing it for the money
4: or they're able to like do it. if there's so many things no yeah. i think it was
0: like i was thinking about the other day like the megan quinn's and the lj shens like these people who crank out like six books a year
4: but how yeah. long are they what's the they're like novel length mm-hmm. I've actually never
3: read any. I
0: I've never mention. read them either. I just know who these people are.
3: Yeah. Well, and yeah. there are some writers who I think, you know, they have like a business sense to begin with. And so they can approach it that way and still write like um, Serena Bowen is always on the Am Writing podcast. And I've read a couple of her books and they're good. And so I think, but she came to it from an economics background. So she didn't have to learn spreadsheets and money and marketing and business. And I'm be 100% honest. I don't shit. want to. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't want to, then you don't want to. Um, and so then it's hard when you are with people who are focused on like the business of their job is their day job. And then the writing is their other part. Uh-huh. And you're like, no, my day job is my day job. My writing is the other part. I ain't got time for the rest of it. You know, like, where yeah. are you going to go? Yeah. Um, so, but I will say her books I, are really good, by the way, even if you don't like hockey.
4: <laughs> That's another thing. I also try not to like shit on j- genres or niches. Cause I'm like, my shit's a niche. You're going to find an audience. It's just not me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I actually did have this conversation. Earlier this week. About you know, you know. Some writers would just break out. Because they appeal to more people. No matter what kind of stories they write. But then there are people. Like me. Like I'm super niche. She's like. Yeah it's romance. But. It's going to be some heart stuff in there. Like. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm going to kill people. But you know. Like the romance is still there. In the core.
4: You yeah. just write that. That heart. Yeah. It's. So I think going back like we both have that same level of we're gonna treat it with an artistry that I don't think we found, at least in our immediate circle. Like only I,
0: one other person, really.
3: And you you guys don't write the same genre, right, Kate? Like
4: No, I do more paranormal um yeah. kind of stuff. I do have <laughs> I do have a weakness for like she has an idea
0: for a political romance series that she's been talking to me about for, like, three years now.
4: But you know what happened? Someone got into office. <laughs> well, then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, I was, like, getting, I have this whole series planned, and then the election happened, and I was, like, oh, I don't want to write about politics right now.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's so good, you
3: guys.
4: It's, like, the whole, like, do you remember that movie, The American President with Michael Douglas and Annette mm-hmm. Bening? Mm
3: -hmm.
4: Uh, well maybe
3: though maybe people are ready for that like maybe they're like we want we want wish fulfillment political romance
2: that is actually literally what the market's like apparently yeah yeah
0: Yeah. like everybody's rewriting stories to make them the way they want yeah
2: Yeah. like don't wait like that's the advice that we always
3: hear is like don't wait for the market to write your thing write your thing and then if you love it you love it and then you know
4: or don't get big magic yeah you all
3: heard that Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. About her story, like going on to somebody else instead. and
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did we read the book at the same time? Yeah, we were reading the big And I was and like, oh, my God. God. <laughs> and then, but you know what? It was like, a, it, I felt two ways about it. It's like, I don't want my, my idea to move on. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, OK, I don't have the energy to give to this idea. So please, someone else take care of it. Someone yeah. else do it. Maybe they can do it better than me.
2: Um, That's how I read that. She was, like, ready. She was, like, done with it, right? So in that – I mean, sometimes people write the book that you want while you're actually really writing it, and then that's a huge pain in the ass. But, like, (laughs) you know, if – I've had books I was, like, really obsessed with um, weird uh, tunnels and, like, underground spaces, and then there have been two books that have been written just in the last year, literally, um, about that, basically. And I was like, that's great. And you read them, and you're like, people – like these people are totally qualified to write this book and they wrote probably a different totally different book than I would have written, but it released me from something that I was like, when am I gonna get to this? you know, and I think that's fine. Yeah. That makes
4: that makes a lot of sense.
2: But I wanted to check, do you guys read each other's work? Like do you critique each other? Like what you know, on that level We haven't critiqued
4: each other in a long
0: time. Yeah. But also this one over here hasn't been writing a lot.
2: Look, could be so
4: I have a a job, like it was weird, I kept like being like one foot out the door with this job and then in the last couple of years I was like, started getting committed to it. Um, Mind you, I've been at this company for almost nine years. (laughs) It was like, it's
0: like literally this last two years she was like, okay, I'm just gonna stay here.
4: Yeah, and now I've started grad school so it's kind of like just a different energy. Now, uh, there's been some stuff that Tasha and I've been talking about that's been getting me excited about writing again. It's it's just it's seasons for me. Like, and also
0: she has this thing where she likes to load up her schedule.
3: I don't know anyone. Like like Katie
0: doesn't like not having. What? Yeah. She's like, like, oh, I'm not doing anything this summer, so I'm going to take a photography course. I'm like, you have books you could write. Nah. Nah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to Australia for six weeks. It was three. Well, it was forever.
4: <laughs> yeah, it was a <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so, like, I've read uh, at least one or two of Tasha's books, and I'll read what she's writing, but not, like, re- I'm not reading it for critique. I read, like, the final product, except for that first book I was reading. And then the the my first book, she, Tasha was actually my editor, so Tasha's an editor also. So she was my editor there. And then, I mean, other than that... <sighs> yeah but also I don't feel like we put that pressure on each other I think it's
0: not if I need her to read something that's one thing Mm -hmm. but I don't want to put that pressure on our relationship like you have to read every word I write Mm,
1: No. you know like that's
0: I don't know what the word is I just don't I don't like I don't I don't like the the idea that she has to read but my words or i have to read yeah. her words
4: there's also this thing that tasha had said to me at some point and i don't know if you remember this but there's those people that you have as friends that are like oh i keep meaning to read your book and they keep saying that forever and you're just like either read it or stop talking about it like i don't understand yes. what you're saying like yeah.
0: that friend that i talked about that i quit <laughs> <laughs> she would tell me every time I would start talking about my book, she'd be like, Oh, I keep meaning to read your book. I had written four books since the one book she said she was going <laughs> to
1: yeah,
0: read. And I was like, I finally just said to her, I was like,
4: You ain't got to fucking read the book. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I didn't yeah. ask you to. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's the thing. If we read it, it's it's nice, but it's not like.
0: Also, it just feels weird sometimes because it's like, it's like creeping inside each other's heads. we already there yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, now you know my deepest, darkest thoughts.
4: Be like, girl, the sex scene though.
0: <laughs> like, and I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm like,
1: I'm just clutching your <laughs> <laughs> What sex
0: scene? I didn't write any sex. Yeah, it feels weird.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that totally makes sense. We don't exchange yeah. everything. Yeah, but yeah. Um, we do some though, and like, I think though, so we worked together in college on the student newspaper um so we mm-hmm. kind of have like a long experience of critiquing each other's work and taking edits and taking critique from people and so i think i think we're really we're both really good at like divorcing ourselves from the emotions behind it and so like i am it's no. okay. yeah. <laughs> well and so it's really funny though because like <laughs> olivia just worked on a short story of mine that um, i just did and i was like listen i'm dead serious like when I say, like, an edit, I mean what she calls, like, a forensic edit. Like, you know, like, get in there. Why
0: did you choose this word in the fourth paragraph?
3: Exactly. <laughs> yes, like, root out real. every yeah. little thing that pops up in your head that makes you go, mm, I'm not sure. And so she sent it back, and she's like, you asked for this, so please. You know? And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, you yeah. don't have to apologize. It was yeah, awesome. It's exactly, it's exactly what I wanted. Like, it was perfect. So, well, Yeah,
4: I make toxic yeah. to me edits went uh via email. I'm like, I'm not gonna read them right now. I have to read them when I'm in a mood.
3: Oh no, I can't wait. <laughs> I was like, like I do an edit letter.
0: I do an edit letter with people that I edit for. And I like I label it read me first. Mm. Do not open the manuscript first. Read this first because you need an explanation for why I made the changes.
3: Yeah.
0: I think but I'm sometimes weird.
3: I think I'm weird though about how much I love getting edits. So It makes me a little bit, I think, difficult as an editor because I forget that other people don't feel the way I do. And (laughs) sorry, Olivia. (laughs) So I'm always like, No,
2: you're much nicer than I am, actually. No, I don't think so at all.
3: Um, I completely disagree. Yeah, and so which I guess (laughs) probably on like the right level. Well, I think we both (laughs) we both enjoy getting edits though um or we're used to it so I always forget and then with uh, this critique group that we started through the podcast I have to make an effort to be a human I guess is the way (laughs) to put it and not just be like an (laughs) editing machine (laughs) so it's hard because it's it's like
0: we're used to divorcing our emotions from it but there's like such this culture of like this
3: is my baby Mm, yeah not yeah you want to make it better
0: wouldn't you rather be embarrassed in a critique group than to publish it and then get like a bunch of shitty
4: reviews
2: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly yeah
4: uh... no i'm just thinking about the sonic the hedgehog trailer (laughs) oh yeah perfect they released the trailer and everyone was like horrified and and then
2: they're like we're taking it back
0: and they fixed it
2: yeah but or, you can never really take it back once it's out, right? Like, that's yeah, the, other thing. the Yeah, there's still the internet.
3: <laughs> like yeah. the truck. Like Elon Musk and his truck. Oh,
2: <laughs>
3: oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> it was so satisfying to watch. It oh. was like when he bashed the window in, it was like,
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> for, like, did it did the same thing on the other side. It was like, bro.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> what are
4: you doing? So, y'all, uh, I have a question for y'all. So, Yeah, so you were saying that y'all knew each other for a while, um, working on the student newspaper. At what point, because you said the enemies to friends bit, but you didn't really get into what made y'all enemies, and at what point y'all started sharing y'all's
2: creative writing with each other. So that's actually kind of two questions. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we were initially enemies, just because I think we were kind of like superficially similar enough, but different as well. So I was like that Megan like whatever and she had the same feeling about me and so and you know you're freshman in college so you don't really even know who you are and then like other people's like way of being asks you questions about who you are and sometimes you don't like those questions so um yeah so then we became friends it's like a long story but basically because we were both there for a different friend that nobody else was there for and so then I was like maybe she's not so bad and then and so on and then basically we we're basically best friends after that more or less i mean we we're in a kind of weird friendship triangle that like went south but um <laughs> so the person that y'all came together
0: to help is no longer your alls friend
2: well no he, that's also true yeah. but this is somebody else
3: yeah it's college things are hard for everybody yeah um, and you know i there's definitely no blame um well there's there is um i mean like i'll take plenty <laughs> no 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 i mean like i'll take plenty of responsibility um for the end of that friendship um but i don't think it was 100% my responsibility if that makes sense and i don't think there were a lot of oh. things that were beyond everyone's control um so it was just kind of one of those bad situations but no i think though we went to being friends within a semester i mean by the end of yeah. the okay. fall semester um we were friends so i can we can actually honestly years. yeah we yeah. can we can honestly say probably almost 20 years maybe even to the day. Um,
4: yeah. Yeah. But cuz it sounded like you guys had like someone killed someone's boyfriend. I was thinking then, there was a boyfriend <laughs> in the middle. And then there was some <laughs> I was hoping no. for that. <laughs> 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 it was like some dark thing. No, college is fun that way. But yeah, so and then yeah. for you sharing your your creative writing.
3: Like 3
2: years ago maybe?
4: Really? So 17 years went by and y'all are like, "Oh
2: hey. Mm-hmm. I'm working on this thing." Well, I think neither of us really wrote seriously until, I would say, five years ago, probably. And so, like, or something, maybe, I mean, yeah, maybe a bit more, but.
3: Yeah, I was, I was, I started writing seriously, I was probably, like, 30? I, I don't know, I was pregnant with my, I must have been 32, because he's six, and I'm, not 36 so <laughs> um
4: <laughs> Math doesn't work yeah, that way.
3: <laughs> yeah so i mean i was in my early 30s when i started working on um the like one completed novel that i have in a drawer
0: so we were just talking about this like when because she was doing my natal chart and she was like oh well your your moon is virgo i was like so that's just what i do and then you were like my saturn was Virgo, Virgo as well.
4: No. You, know? you had a lot of shit in Virgo. No, you had a lot of shit in Libra. It doesn't matter. Either, either way.
0: It. And I was like, well, my Saturn return was when I did mine. Like, yeah. that's when I started writing. Huh.
4: Yeah. Are y'all familiar with this concept, the Saturn yeah. return? Well, I'm yeah. just opening
3: yeah. up my natal chart that's on my desktop. You're like, hold up. are like everyone knows. I'm like Cancer all over the place. We'll just throw
0: that out right now oh, I have so many feelings yeah yep. I'm
2: Capricorn now I'm pulling mine up Everybody's
0: doing it. <laughs> yeah. we were doing it over lunch I was just like that was actually why we ended up spending so much time <laughs> at lunch because we were looking at natal charts that's uh,
3: hilarious
0: but yeah it's like I think that we kind of just vibed at the same time yeah like I met you when you were going through your Saturn return and I started writing during my Saturn return oh
4: but you were tearing that book up she t- she took it back down to the studs and built it up. I was
0: ready. Because at that point, I, had, I had already tried to submit it a couple of times. And I had added words and changed characters. And I was like, I just want to know what the fuck is going on with this book. Like, I want to give this book to someone and just rip it to shreds. And it was very cathartic for me.
4: Yeah. I didn't read the first, or not the first draft, the first draft I had access to. I yeah, it was like, the,
0: you read the second draft.
4: Yeah. So by that time, it was already good. Yeah. Yeah. You guys started writing. You said about maybe five, three or five years ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We didn't share our writing, really. It was really scary to start doing that. It's I mean, it's like hard, especially when you have all this like other history. My husband is also he's an academic, but we don't read each other's work. Um, at all, like he's never read anything. He's read some stuff I tried to throw away, and then he like dished it out of the trash. And uh, <laughs> he's like, "That part was really good." I'm like, "I cut that scene." <laughs> yeah. It's got, It's dead to me. <laughs>
4: yeah, I feel like that's also interesting because we started writing, so we had started our, our friendship already from a vulnerable place of sharing art. Whereas I know I felt very nervous for my my existing friends. Some from college, I went to a women's college to read my book. Cause then I, it's just like, you have- That this, is weird. You have this impression, you're like, my friends and being like, yeah, 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 I don't know, like, and then they read your book and they're like, oh shit. And I'm like, I don't need you, do my art, I'm not my art. Yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: that was the major I think that because we had met each other at that vulnerable point, we could talk to each other about our writing, but mm-hmm. all of my other friends weren't writers. And now it's like not even just thinking that you're your work, but thinking characters in the book were them and
4: I was going yeah. through that big breakup and my boyfriend could not understand mm-hmm. that I would write a love interest that was so different from him. And now we're no longer together. <laughs> but- <laughs> I mean no. it's telling, but also Yeah, it's like he couldn't understand like that this wasn't like wish fulfillment as in something I was actively wishing for rather yeah. than like That is
0: one of my pet peeves
3: person is just the right person for your character not the right person for you yeah and, and, and like
0: of course it's part of you or some aspect of you yeah like you're just you're yeah. building on yeah. and changing yeah. but it's not like literally you
3: yeah, like, and, yeah. Uh, and I wrote a love interest who was me and the main character was someone else yeah like, right you never know what pe- and it wasn't even like he was all me but the annoying parts of me so
2: that was fun but <laughs> men a lot of men i know really like can't get over the fact that they are or not and like a lot of the bosses that i have like partners that work in consulting they'll be like oh you're writing a book like what character am i i'm like you're my boss at work like why would i write a book about you <laughs> <Tasha>. <laughs> About the- <laughs> there's one character that
4: tasha's husband really identified with i'm <laughs> like this is
0: I was like this is you if you weren't such an asshole
4: I oh. <laughs> he
0: was like no facts <laughs> he was like this character is me except for he's nice That's <laughs> I <was> like, hilarious.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like yeah just coming at it from that vulnerable place like we didn't have that history to pre have this preconceived notion of who we should be and who what our art should be if that makes mm-hmm. sense you I know like that? that yeah yeah whereas like it makes sense that y'all waited so long to share because then suddenly you're like oh and i have this deep dark corner of my brain that makes up shit sometimes do you want to mm-hmm. know about it
3: <laughs> and we write some weird, shit weird when it comes that. That. I
0: was I was like, to oh god i don't know where the fuck that came from y'all
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is yeah. that
2: <laughs> but both Megan and I write really fucking weird short stories. And so, and she hasn't actually read any of my actual books, which are a lot more normal than the short stories I write. So she just gets this like really weird dump of like totally strange ideas that I give her.
0: <laughs> we should start doing that, writing short stories.
2: Well, it's really <laughs>
3: hard and really fun. Um, Customers are really definitely. I bet though that starting as writers made it easier to be friends faster though because of the emo- emotional yeah. like vulnerability involved,
4: mm-hmm. and we start workshopping our ideas on each other, mm-hmm. like would map stuff out and be like, okay, this is what I got. I'm stuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that's really hard to do that with anyone who doesn't write.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that like enthusiastically, like they think everybody thinks they can tell a story right yeah. but then when you start talking about the mechanics and be like well why why do you have to do that I was like this is called a story arc <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know it's like you got to go all the way back to scratch and but I don't have to do that with her you know I'm like this is where I am like I need to write this black moment this is where I'm stuck yeah, yeah. and we can go on from there you know
4: yeah yeah. That's the other thing. Like, we kind of know the same sort of craft. Or we follow. So I'm like, well, what, what's going into it? Like, I can kind of ask the questions, even though I might not know the, the intimate details of her story and all the, the character work she's done. I know which questions to ask. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My friend, out of her black moment, to figure out the black moment of the book. God, I
0: went back and forth with that shit for <laughs> almost a year. Yeah. It was horrible. But it, it was, like, literally, like, you said it to me. You was like well, maybe the happy ending is not what you think it is. Stop trying to make the happy ending what you think it is and just leave it what it is. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense.
1: But it did. And then
0: I went to bed, I was like, (laughs) she right, though. (laughs) 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 Uh,
4: Have y'all had those moments where you're like, I don't want this bitch to be right, and then she is. It's like
0: we've been talking for three hours, and then she said one thing and I was like that doesn't make any sense. Whatever. She don't know what she's talking about.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but when you're done. like you can't let the book be what it wants to be and you're like wait a minute. Yeah, but it that's what it wants to be and I don't want it to be that way, but Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And
0: once I did that, the book was done, but it took me like a year to get there. Yeah. That really, thing forever.
3: Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about, cause I'm obsessed with like with the portrayal of friendship in books and y'all don't, well y'all don't write specifically books, uh, you know, friendship like a romance novel is, I mean, yes, there's friendship there. That's part of romance, but, and, and like the paranormal books, but how do you within those genres address friendship? And like, is that an important part? And the main character does he or she have, Friends outside of the couple, like all of these kinds of things, like where does that fit in there? I'm curious about the craft of that and how you approach it. You want to go first, or do you want? Me I'll on? go first. Okay. So, <laughs> if friendships
0: are very important to me. <laughs> I think that even in romance novels, because it's like, okay, it's about the romance, about the couple, or whatever. But I don't think if there's no other people out there to kind of solidify the relationship. Like, for you to you go to your friends and talk about the sex or talk about how much you like this person or how much they piss you off or whatever. Like, to me, a romance hero that doesn't have any friends seems like a loser that nobody would want. Like, who, <laughs> who, who wants someone with no friends? Like, it just seems <laughs> weird. So, like, whenever I read a romance, and I'm like, well... This is happening in a bubble. Like, y'all don't have any... This is a sex bubble, literally. This is just a sex bubble. (laughs) You don't have any friends. You don't have any family. Like, all y'all doing is just mashing your faces and body parts together. That's boring (laughs) to me. Yeah. And then also, I do have a lot of problems with how uh, friendships are depicted with women in romance. Like, I feel either they're either super perfect or they are... um, full of conflict you know what I mean and I think every friendship has conflict and perfect moments like there's sometimes that we don't like each other and that's fine you know but, but like I don't think it's reasonable to portray friendships as like this one note you know or just not have any friendships at all
4: yeah I so I'm thinking even like Just from a a craft point of view, using friendship as a way to reflect parts of the character that you may not get a chance to see on the the page, like even if you don't get get their history, like you don't get their origin story necessarily, you get still get to see that that aspect of them reflected. And they should
0: know the character. Yeah. Things about the character that the reader doesn't, and can Mm -hmm. challenge them in ways and give them plot points to go to approach. You know what I mean? Like just to Mm -hmm. call them other bullshit. That's
3: interesting. And ways. What would be a really fun exercise, like, to play with your character creation, like, nerdiness here, Tasha? Um, Just a quick plug for Tasha has a really good character creation workbook um, that we'll link to in the show notes. That's really good. <laughs> but it would be really fun to fill out some of those exercises from the point of view of a friend. Yeah. About your main Like, character. talking about their friend, the uh-huh. friend? That yeah. would be cool. like, another, like...
1: Because
0: there is a section in there on friendship, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's told from the character's point of view. But it would be cool for the friend to talk about Mm -hmm. them, too.
4: Yeah, because I was even thinking just, like, if you don't... And this is me just being brazen and saying the statement. If you don't have well-thought-out friendships in your book, you don't understand your main characters well enough. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Because it's impossible for a person to know themselves in and out. Mm -hmm. There's You have blind spots. Yeah. And then, like, even, like, you have friends, like... Now that we've known each other for a while, we'll call each other on our shit. And I'd be like, don't ain't nobody asked you to come in here with your logic. Shut up.
1: <laughs> you know, like
0: you're just supposed to listen to me and support me. I didn't ask you to come in here and like use logic in this conversation. We're talking about feelings.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and I laid it down. she's like yeah. But I also know that Tasha does receive it existed at first, and as I'm right, um, <laughs> but I'm thinking even in the friendships, I I make one. You know, thinking about it just makes a richer character, and it shows you understand your character. Um, in my paranormal series, like once once we had someone else in the writing group saying like your main character is a bad friend. I'm like that's the fucking point because the friendship yeah. story arc is also going to be carried throughout the series. That's another romance. It's not sexual romance. Yes, it's platonic yes. romance, yeah. and this, yeah. that there's still a storyline. And I want to show these two women growing over those books.
0: Look at my friend y'all. She's smart.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want to tell you how many like timestamps and quotes I've written down in the last six minutes, but it's a lot. (laughs) No, but real, like I think
0: your friendships, the friendships your characters have expose them in ways that they wouldn't be able to see themselves because if, if, In a romance they're just seeing everybody all their good points Mm
1: -hmm.
0: most romances are written in the infatuation stage you know so they're just seeing all their good points and they're glossing over the annoying things but the friend will be like you're a bad friend and he's the reason why
2: yeah well, and you're you're often performing so much, especially in the early stages of a romance. Like both people are performing, right? And a friendship can be like it just adds another dimension. It can call out, you know, bullshit on your characters and stuff like that. That can be really helpful. Yeah, <laughs> you just want to make sure that they're not like just uh like the token friend, like a foil, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: or yeah. like you have a token gay friend, or a token black friend, or a token old friend <sighs> or some shit. You know, like a married friend. You don't want you don't want to tokenize the friend because then it I think it also shows that you also haven't thought about that, that character so it's like you, you, when you see that yeah. happening though yeah I think it's a lot of times that people just
0: don't really know how to navigate secondary and tertiary characters yeah um, because they, they think that they have their main characters and they don't want to draw attention away from them but if you don't give them rich inner lives as well, and have that interaction be important to the main character, like, that interaction be important because of their history, then you're not going to expose anything new about the story. That makes your story just generic. It makes it like every other story.
4: Yeah. And it doesn't have to be as deep as the work you do on the main characters. No. But I'm thinking, like, an example, like, so I have this new boyfriend. This is real-life example of this new boyfriend. If I say, hey, my black best friend comes to me and says, let him be a good boyfriend to you without knowing the context of our history. That sounds very like kind of token being like, Oh, this black woman is telling me just to let him love me. Um, Let him love you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Right. Uh, But without knowing our interaction and our history, it's going to seem very one note and it just, it's an opportunity to kind of really show the richness of, the tapestry of friendship, <laughs> Courty-ass shit. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah,
2: so. the
0: rich tapestry of our relationship.
2: <laughs> that can also go in the pull quote as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually, I said to her, "Let him love
0: you." Stop it. It's like, but it's so
2: corny.
0: Let him love you. Oh Lord.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think you know that's good advice, regardless as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a kind of technical question because it's something I'm dealing with right now, so thanks. Um, <laughs> I, How many friends <laughs> – how many – like, I have a book and I keep – I mean, this is one of my big problems is I often, like, write too many characters and then I have to trim them back. But, like, how many friends do your characters have? Like, how can you – like, how do you, if you have, like, create a kind of group of friendship that where you, on one hand, are doing exactly what you're saying and not making them token – But also, like, you know, you can't, it's not going to be like a, it's not war and peace that you're trying to write, right? So it's not like a whole society that you can really write in a lot of detail. Question. (laughs) Is this a series that
4: you're trying to do, like, spinoffs and you want to, like, exhibit the characters so that they each get their own book? Or is it like, what's the, what's the, how are you carrying this friendship forward? Is it like a single book? Is it multiple books with each character? Is it like a kind of a Buffy situation where you have the Scooby gang going through each book?
2: Uh, I don't know Buffy or Scooby, but um, (laughs) I wasn't really allowed to, like, watch TV in my childhood, but that's another thing. Um, So, but it's more like a kind of gang. There's, like, main characters like getting into the details so there's two main characters and there's two points of view each of the main characters is sort of telling that um and it will be a series and one main character will go through all the way but other the second point of view will be different people in future books um and then the fir- the main main character like this whole series is really about him uh his group of friends around him like help with it's a kind of fraud book it's a long story but um it's like oligarchs basically uh and so it's like a group of like business people around this guy more or less and so some of them will stay some will kind of drop in and out like there will be some consistency right but there also has to be like this idea that there's a bigger group of people that's important Um, so that's what I'm kind of struggling with. It's like, if you give somebody like a name in your book, they kind of need to have some kind of like role that you can remember. Otherwise it just gets confusing.
1: Right, 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 right.
2: So
0: how many friends do you have so far?
2: Probably like four that have names and then there's like a kind of amorphous group behind them that you understand are there, but you don't need to know them all. So this sounds, and you said they were coworkers? Yeah, they're like people he's hired to work with. Okay, so then every person serves a
0: different place in the main character's life. Yeah. So when they interact with them, they should only be interacting with them on that level.
4: Well, right, so here's this is where I'm going to bring my grad school work into this shit. Because I'm studying organizational culture. You can have, like, the company that he has started or that he's hiring people for, it has a personality that is kind of like... Its own thing outside of the individuals contributing to it. So there's a there's a, some organizational culture profiles you could do to see like what kind of um, organization they're running because that's also going to tell you how they interact with the business. So that also might be doing like more than like what friendships. what roles they fulfill? Yeah, like what roles they are, but also like what is the organization like for, as an entity? Um, What's his role? Is he the leader? Is he a manager? Is he like a low level dude? You know, like, where's his role in it? Um, And maybe just kind of reading about, because are any of these friends going to be main characters in their own book or anything? Or they're just kind of helping support him through the story?
2: I think one of them, I mean, obviously I'm not done with my first draft, so anything could happen in the second half of this book. But um, <laughs> uh, the, I think one of them will be the second voice in book three, which I haven't fully like conceptualized. Book two, I know who are the two voices in that, right? But I think one of them could end up being like his sidekick in book three.
4: So there's, so my, I'm working on my master's in organizational development and leadership. So this is actually kind of like, oh, let me tell you about grads, like what I'm learning in grad school. There's a, a profile you can take and I can send it to you. It's called um. Organizational, I think it's Culture Assessment Instrument, O-C-A-I, and I'll send you the link, okay. but you can literally take it. And it's it's asking you, where's the organization now? And also, where do you see it in the future? And then you can start to think about things you want to change over time, which honestly could be really good for your story. Like we look at this from like a, like.
0: That's a plot. We're, we're looking at it at the character level now, but it also could be a plot level. Yeah. Exercise too.
2: Yeah. So I can send That's that very over very helpful. Yeah. Thank yeah. you.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But okay. I think that most of the, when you have the friends on the page, just making sure they have distinct personalities and nobody sounds the same. And I don't mean like, like, everybody always focuses on dialogue, like, one person speaks this way, one's a southern, whatever, whatever. It's not really that. It's more about how they show up on the page. It's the roles they serve. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, like, so one of the people that I always think of as, like, being really, really good at that is Walter Mosley and how people have, yes. like, they have, like, a tell, you know, like – there's the one guy who always, a tick as hell. yeah, who always like does a certain thing, or there's always like a detail about this person um, that sticks in your mind. And you're like, so, you know, like, Oh, you know, this guy always like does this thing. And so if somebody comes in and then the guy doesn't do that thing, you're like, Whoa, wait a minute. Cause you were expecting it. And mm. you know, but that's how you <laughs> right. know the person too. Um, okay. I think it's really obvious in Mosley's writing
0: too, because the detective stories mostly so they're really exaggerated characters sometimes mm-hmm. so it would be a good exercise to read it just to see how he does it and be like oh okay
3: and his book yeah. elements of fiction is really good at like digging into the, the i movie. have that like, oh it's so good um my husband bought it for me. I was like, oh, you're so romantic. Um, <laughs> 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 like, yeah. I don't want flowers. Give me a book about writing. Um, but no, he really digs yeah. into the how he does it and like what he chooses and where he puts it. And I mean, he gets into like, this is too much. This is not enough. This is how it works. And like, the like nuts and bolts of it. And he's just but in such a clear way, he's just like such a master. Attica Locke is good at it too. With place.
2: Sorry, Megan, I took us pretty far off the Attica Lock I love. Um, I took us pretty far off your favorite friendship topic, so but I really appreciate the appraise. This is like really helpful. I think I can like move forward. I'm already on the Amazon site, like downloading Kindle version of Elements of Fiction, so and I'm looking for your organizational culture profile. It's really great, actually.
4: Yeah, I have have the
2: link ready to go to send to you, so we can.
4: uh, I can share that link afterwards.
3: (laughs) We'll put it in the show notes too, because it's pretty useful, I think, in general for. um...
2: Like thinking outside the box is really super useful because it's easy to like get really stuck in like that writer mode where you're only like listening to other writers. Well, that's where having a day job is helpful.
3: Yeah,
0: it is, or even just like reading outside of your genre or reading things. That you would normally read. Oh, yeah. That's why, like, I like go to business conferences versus writers' conferences. Mm, yeah. Because you keep getting the same advice all over and over and over again. Yeah. But if you go to a business conference, you find out about books you didn't even think about reading or mm-hmm. approaches
4: that you didn't even consider. So. Like, I was driving up here, and I was listening to uh, an audiobook version of a textbook I have to read for tomorrow for an assignment, and meanwhile, I'm sitting here thinking, like, how it applies to my character, much <laughs> less how it applies to my grad school assignment. I'm like, ooh, but wait a second, though. Ooh, I'm driving. I can't write any of this down. Seriously, <laughs> write this down. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um,
3: So what are you, like, super into right now?
4: I think we're both into Radish.
0: So in September, Radish reached out to me to publish The Lost Diaries on there. So it's like it's an app like a reading app but they the market like is completely wattpad. Different. it's like wattpad okay you get paid yeah but you get paid you get paid so it's serialized <laughs> fiction but you get paid it's set up for that and i didn't know anything wow. about it really so i did some research and i saw some other pretty big romance writers were on there i was like well fuck it let's do it and um it's been a sleeper like it's like a surprise amount of money that i've made from this thing hmm. from a book about three years ago
3: yeah
0: so we they for they came right?
4: and it yeah,
0: yeah. wow so we're thinking for season three we're thinking about writing a book together
4: and serializing it on radish
3: you guys are like our parallel <laughs> universe yeah. selves.
4: So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have y'all thought about doing like something like where you're like, how can we do this? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've been trying to write a book together
1: for yeah. a while.
4: We actually tried to write it with a third person, girl. And yeah. love, we love this person, however, comma. Again, it's going back to the we maybe too much for people. Like we had <laughs> our chapters written and then we passed it off to her and we had we-
0: mapped out the whole fucking world. Mm-hmm. It was like of five books, mm-hmm. and had the characters. Every like, we were ready to go.
4: And we we wrote that first part, and I was really excited for us. And then <laughs> yeah. and she's still
0: talking about writing it, and I was like, "Baby, that girl thing got big." Yeah, big magic. It got, got big magic, magic like a year
4: ago. um yeah. and it was her. It, granted, it was her idea, so it wasn't like anyway. But so now You're we're we're thinking about um, writing a story together, kind of like a rom com. Uh, which is different from from but what but we both write. I feel like we both write like more drama. Mm-hmm. Like there's funny Katie ones. has
0: a background in improv. Yeah. So she knows how to do the jokes.
4: Yeah. So just <laughs> fairly, yeah, so that's gonna and then serializing it and then having our podcast be where we're talking about the process, we're talking about the characters, we're talking about the world building and recording it all. And then piecing it PC- Sure. Yeah, so it's, it's we, we don't know how yeah, it's going to go. Know, it's going to be like awesome. Every season is, it's like a concept album we're doing. Like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> but while we're releasing that, <laughs> well. we're also dropping it, because our, our, they do it in episodes, so dropping it on Radish as we go. So we've talked about that.
1: I love
4: it. Um, yeah, I love that. It'll be fun, I think. It'll be a fun uh, change of pace for yeah. both of us. Yeah. Because then it's already the conversations we're having. We're just recording them and then packaging them later and then literally getting that immediate feedback of our work okay um, that's that
3: that's a podcast monetization like uh whatever the word is that i can totally get behind model that's the word
4: i didn't even think about that that's gonna pay like we can have our brand website anyway sorry i don't I didn't anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I didn't want you to think about that <laughs> you're like i oh, thought <laughs> about that two years ago <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, and so that's kind of one of those things, like because you don't even have to listen to our podcast to read the book,
3: yeah.
4: But I think that's going to be like a good like yeah, burp, burp, burp,
3: burp. yeah. That's genius. You're I also think it's
4: that yeah, um,
0: there's not there's we haven't discovered anybody that's really doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what was what was the podcast I talked about? Ah, shit. Can't remember the name. Anyway, but uh <laughs> she's she's writing romances with her friends.
4: Oh, that one you told me. God, what is it? it the one with um, is it Julia Quinn is on it? it Julia
0: Quinn is like they're doing their critiques and stuff. No
4: way. Yeah. So it's like one of those things. So there, it's kind of like a cons. I I think of it like a concept podcast. Mm-hmm. You're like, what am I doing Hot and bothered. Hot, Hot and bothered. Happened. That's the podcast. Yeah, and then it's adorable.
0: Uh, I love the podcast.
4: So we were talking about doing that in the spring, doing all our recording and then start to dripping, basically dripping it all out. And it's just a different energy. And I think that kind of matches our friendship well, because we can like literally immediately put something out. Um, and I also think, too, is just there's
0: lots of writing podcasts out there. There's lots of romance writing podcasts.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And everybody's just kind of talking about craft or business. hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That was actually doing the work on the podcast. Yeah. So we want to do
4: that. Yeah. So we'll see how it works.
3: Works. I'm excited. I'm like. Yeah. You're like, where is it? Where do you I'm go? Like, yeah. So remember that
0: episode. That episode <laughs> of Marginally when we talked about doing that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, if if it, if
3: you don't do it, I'll assume it's because it's been big magic, and we'll just look for it. You know, but I think y'all have the energy. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah. I really like that idea. I think that's really cool, and I also really like like the action focus that, of of you guys uh, because it's also Megan and I have like a million ideas, and we're always talking about them. <laughs> uh, but you know, I think next summer, right, Megan? Yeah, In the summer. We we're gonna write something. Our our shared Evernote folder is something
3: else. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Look, our Evernote is insane. Yeah, I added it's-
3: stuff today, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Check
0: that out when we get off. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah exactly. I like I wish it, it doesn't notify you when somebody drops stuff in there. So, no. yeah.
4: And, okay, yeah. I'll
2: check it out.
1: Cool.
4: Yeah, so that so yeah, you're on the same vibe where you're like, okay, now let's actually do something together. Like, I think it's also like I don't know if y'all feel the same way, like now that we've been able to work on the podcast for almost two full seasons, now you're like, oh, so we can actually bring that energy together. Yeah.
1: yeah. Let's yeah. turn it
4: into writing rather than just cheeky chatting about and I think that's really where I'm at, too, Yeah.
1: No. especially
4: when you start looking
0: out in the digital world, like everybody's trying to teach you how to write. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. the thing you can do to learn how to write. Do yeah. this, use this trick to learn how to write.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But nobody's writing with anyone. Like, yeah. there's not any real writers groups anymore. No one's talking about the actual work.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like it.
4: Also, we like to make things complicated for ourselves, so why not?
0: It's not fun unless you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: I'm with you there.
2: Yeah. But I also, yeah, I don't like, I we're totally the same. Like, it's like we're, yeah, this podcast, like, we didn't talk about it probably long enough to actually be, like, expert when we started. We're just like, all right, now we're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> How like we do that one? Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. It's yeah, like,
4: yeah, oh, yeah. what steps do I have to take? Fuck. I guess I got to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then like, because you, you guys are in your second season too, right? Third. Is this
4: is okay. our third. Right.
0: This is our third. Yeah. So like you're at the point where like, oh, we're spending a lot of time on this. Should we monetize this?
4: So that we can start putting money back into the podcast and make it easier on us, aka yeah. pay for editor. <laughs>
3: yeah. That's the point. Yeah. We just decided to cut our output by half. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, and so we so started.
0: we were thinking about that too, just doing a monthly. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: But if we do it monthly, we can literally do it all year. She doesn't want yeah. to do it all year.
4: I'm fine with it. But also, I'm the editor right now. We got to find someone to do it so that it can yeah. drop. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, logistical things. If anyone out there is thinking about a podcast, be prepared for those hard conversations.
2: Yeah. Well, the editing is the worst part. Yeah. But here's yeah. the thing you can always,
3: you can, this is what people don't think about. It's like you can always change your mind you can do something different. If you get started and you don't like it, you just change it. Yeah. Like pretty
0: much change every season. We're probably going to do that every time because we have 80 day.
4: Yeah. That's good. And then that way we know it's separate and it's like, this is what we're doing for season three. Which one is season three? Oh, that's the one where we did this format, you know? It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. I like the concept album.
3: That was a good, that was a good description. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That's good. I did it. So yeah, yeah. this is fun this was awesome thank you guys thank you all so much
2: yeah and, thank um, you guys
3: and that's it for this week you can find us online at marginallypodcast.com and on instagram at marginallypodcast our email is podcast at marginallypodcast.com and if you haven't already please subscribe to our newsletter the
2: sign up form is on our website and if you enjoy the show please consider rating it and leaving a review in your podcast app and or sharing an episode with a friend. This will help us to grow our community. Thanks for listening, and happy writing. Marginally
3: is produced by the two of us, Megan and Olivia, so excuse any amateur issues. We're working on it. The theme music is It's Time by Scotty Skarika Rikaska. Show notes for every episode are available at marginallypodcast.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Marginally, you might also enjoy one of our favorite podcasts, Hashtag Am Writing with Jess and KJ. Every episode is full of great information and encouragement. Look for it wherever you get your podcasts or find the link in our show notes. Thanks for listening. Did you, Olivia, have another question? Oh, you made yours all blurry too. <laughs> I did. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, it's not She's like thanks for noticing.
1: That. that mattered a yeah. lot.